So you think rent to own is the solution to your home ownership or as an investor, we're going to dive into some of these things on the other side of the intro. You're watching and listening to GTR, Gary Talks Real Estate, stories told by a realtor investor. Hey, it's Gary McGowan. And on today's podcast, we are going to talk about rent to own as an investor and a future homeowner. You know, when you've been in the business as long as I have, you get to learn and experience uh, many different strategies. And of course, rent to own was one of those strategies that we learned about 12 or 13 years ago. And with that, you know, I wouldn't call us the, the, the absolute experts in the matter, but I wouldn't say that we're beginners either. We've done about 15 or 16 rent to own transactions and, and some have been absolutely outstanding. And I'll, I'll peel the onion away and some weren't that great. Uh, for, for both parties, and we'll explain why in just a few moments. So rent to own, what is it? We should probably start there, right? Rent to own is simply this, is when a homeowner and a future buyer uh, get into contract with each other and the future buyer or the tenant buyer will refer them uh, we'll refer to them as that tenant buyer wants to purchase a home. So they use a rent to own strategy. So they'll simply provide a deposit to that homeowner and pay above market rents. So whatever we feel is fair market rent, uh, they'll pay that and then they'll pay above and beyond what fair market rent is. And it'll be for a length of time. And typically that's either, you know, minimum is usually 24 months. Usually it's about 36 or 48 months and over, we'll call it the 36 months, the portion that they've been paying above and beyond fair market rent, uh, that gets added up in, in that, that, becomes part of their down payment for a future down payment when they are going to purchase the home. So what are the benefits? Well, there's a couple of cons, or sorry, a couple of pros and of course a few cons for both sides here. And the benefits for a homeowner or a future homeowner is they get to go and get into and perhaps uh, purchase along with the investor a home today that they are going to love and enjoy and live in it just as it were their home and not with that tenant mentality, which is fantastic. That's also a pro for the, of course, the, the investor themselves. And it becomes a different way for you know, for, for tenant buyers to get into a home perhaps sooner than later. Uh, the pro for the investor is, well, they have a great tenant taking care of a great home that they chose and, and they're going to treat it like as if it were their own because it really is their own. So what are the cons? Well, the cons are quick, quickly and simply is as we are in today's environment and even over the last 10, 15 years, uh, it becomes difficult and more and more difficult for for mortgages uh, to be applied to rent-to-own buyers. And as we all know, the, the rules and the regulations tend to change on us about every six months, especially over the last 12 months with interest rates uh, creeping up. So that becomes a little bit more difficult. So as a an investor, we need to look forward and look for these opportunities or these obstacles, as I, as I should say, uh, for that possible um for the exit of that property, because the goal of the property is to sell it uh, to the to the tenant buyer. Uh, the 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 con again for the for the um, for the tenant buyer is perhaps uh, 
it's going to cost them a little bit more, right? in some cases, a lot more per month to get into a tenant, uh, to get into a rent-to-own program. So we often think, oh, rent-to-own, ah, that's another way. I don't need to go grant a mortgage today. Well, the monthly expenses is significantly higher than it were if you were to apply and get approved for a mortgage today from a bank. So the monthly expense is going to be much higher. So that might be a con for a tenant buyer. So where's our story leads us? Well, our story from the investor's mindset uh, many years ago, as we were looking at this, we were looking for properties and we had an investor partner at the time that wanted cash flow. And we're looking at these properties. We're looking at these properties. Of course, this is 10 plus years ago when the, when the values weren't as high as they were today. So you can appreciate that. Uh, no pun intended because we had an incredible amount of appreciation over the last several years. I got you. Uh, this was a great opportunity for us to purchase a home. So as investors, we have to purchase a home with 20% down, right? So that takes a lot of funds uh, to do that over and over again. And single family homes, well, they don't often cash flow or perhaps they would not cash flow with a single tenant paying just one lease payment every month. We know that that doesn't quite line up. So we look at the rent-to-own program. When the rent-to-own program perhaps uh, has an increase, not, not perhaps, it does have an increased cash flow. So for easy math, we'll just call it easy math. Perhaps perhaps our payment uh, was $3,000 a month and we are going to be paying for, of course, our mortgage, our taxes, and our insurance. And maybe fair market rent is $3,000 as well, just to keep it very, very simple to understand. Well, obviously that property would be just at zero cash flow. There'd be no cash flow there. So if we look at it from a rent-to-own perspective, fair market rent's at $3,000. And perhaps when we look at that current tenant buyer situation, we know we have to get them to X percentage of a down payment. So perhaps they're going to be providing a seven, a five to 7% down payment up front. And perhaps they're gonna they can afford, and remember that this all has to be within their affordability. They can afford perhaps another five hundred or another six or seven hundred dollars per month, which is fantastic. So let's say they're paying an additional seven hundred dollars per month. Well, now all of a sudden that payment becomes thirty seven hundred dollars a month to the owners of the property, the investors, and that seven hundred dollars in a sense becomes cash flow. Now, you might say, well, Gary, that's going towards their down payment in the future. Well, we're going to give them a credit uh, in the future when it comes time for them to purchase the home from us. So really what we're doing is we're getting paid as investors. Uh, we're getting paid our equity in monthly installments is one way to think about it. And we've already predetermined what that price, I, I failed to mention this, we've already predetermined what the selling price is going to be to the tenant buyer. Now, Here's where that pro and con kind of lines up. Uh, there's been times where that purchase price, that predetermined purchase price is actually under fair market value at the current time when we go to sell to the tenant buyer. And that's fantastic because now all of a sudden you've created a really great win-win opportunity for that tenant buyer. And maybe you left some equity on the table, but at the end of the day, uh, you've looked at this, you have analyzed the numbers. We've done this a number of times where it made sense. We've made, we've made the return that we expected to make. We are thrilled with it. The tenant buyer was able to purchase the home from us. They are thrilled with it. Happy, happy, happy. Everybody's happy. Now, in other cases, that wasn't the case. Perhaps that tenant buyer uh, was working with us and we have a predetermined price and the price is, we'll just call it, 
again, we'll, we'll use today's numbers. We'll just call it a million dollars that we're going to sell it to them. And the purchase price doesn't align with what the fair market value with the current market is doing. And we might have to look at that and rejig that a little bit. So as an investor, be open-minded about that. Also as an investor and a tenant buyer, we've had to extend the period uh, the term, the lease term with us. So as I said, perhaps it was a 36-month lease term, and maybe maybe the banks have made a change or they're not able to qualify for a mortgage just yet and they need additional time. So we've, we've actually had to rejig some of our contracts where we would extend it for another 12 months, uh, slightly increase the price or just keep the price the same. But again, as long as those numbers make sense for the tenant buyer and you, the investor, you've got a win-win opportunity. You need to look at everything as a win-win opportunity. So Gary, where did it go sideways on you sometimes? Well, when you do as, as many numbers or as many deals as we did, uh, we forgot the most important factor. You see in a rent-to-own program, you would think the house is the asset. And of course, that's it's definitely an asset. Don't get me wrong. Real estate is always an asset. However, the real asset, what makes this such a viable uh, investment opportunity uh, for both sides, if you will, is that tenant buyer. And if you don't do your due diligence on that tenant buyer, uh, the the worst the worst that's going to happen is, and we've had this happen a couple of times, and it was on us. It was definitely on us. Uh, we put people, uh, I, we put a couple of people into situations that perhaps we should have uh, had a, a further in depth conversation about, and and they weren't prepared to purchase that home from us. And as I said, we've had to extend the the closing date or rejig the opportunity. Uh, sometimes you know, sometimes. Habits are habits, and habits are hard to break. And and they weren't able to save enough money or to uh, create the opportunity that they needed in order to qualify for a mortgage. And they were paying us on time. Uh, they 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 were doing everything that they needed to do except save more money. And that's part of the program as well. And we've had people we've we've had bad tenants. Hey, sometimes you just get bad tenants, and they decide to leave or leave the house uh, in less than better state than they took the the property and that's happened too it's it's real estate if real estate were easy ever everyone would be doing them all right yeah exactly so you, it's still a tenant owner situation and and some people will treat it uh, a little bit differently than what you expect but for the majority uh, it was it was a great experience and it certainly taught us to look further and deeper and have a better understanding of who we are partnering with because we are partnering with that tenant buyer. And there are some great, great uh, companies out there that have a great track record with tenant buyers and investors. So look them up or reach out to me. I can certainly direct you uh, to, to those uh, companies that facilitate both the tenant buyer and the investment opportunity. Do reach out to me on that. However, at the end of the day, it created great create, uh, create opportunities for us as investors. Of course, it created uh, great opportunities for tenant buyers to get into homes that perhaps they weren't prepared for. You might say, well, Gare, uh, going forward with our interest rates rising uh, as quickly as they've done over the last 10, 12 months here in Canada or even in the U.S., uh, could rent-to-own be a great solution for me as an investor or me as a tenant buyer? Well, you know what? I got to say, every situation is a little bit different and have that consultation uh, with a, a great rent-to-own program and company. And I'm certainly happy to, to forward those names to you. 
I got to say this though, the higher the valuation of the home, uh, of course, the harder it is in any market to qualify for that mortgage. And, and that's what you got to take into account is that monthly cash flow and making sure that you as a tenant buyer, uh, are putting yourself into a position of success and you as an investor are putting yourself into a position of success. And the only way that happens was when everybody is on the same page. That's it for today. Go listen to our other podcasts. I'll see everybody on the next show. Bye for now.